0: Greetings, everyone. We're glad that you're here. We're studying God's higher ways. This is part five in our Bible study series. It's from Isaiah chapter 55 and verse 9. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts your thoughts. God has a higher way of doing things than man does. Today we'd like to discuss man plans for time god's higher way is to plan for eternity. Man plans for time, but god's higher way is to plan for eternity. A pastor visited an older man in his congregation uh, at the man's house, and the pastor wasn't sure of the man's spiritual condition you ever you ever get in that in that place and so after a little small talk, the pastor finally just looked at the man and said. You know, at your age, you should be really thinking about the hereafter. The man looked back at the pastor and he kind of slumped his shoulders and hung his head and he replied, "Oh pastor, I do all the time, no matter where I am, in the living room, upstairs, in the kitchen or or down in the basement. I ask myself, "What am I here after? You know the choice Dave Hunt said. The choice we face is not, as many imagine, between heaven and hell. Rather, the choice is between heaven and this world. Even a fool would exchange hell for heaven. But only the wise will exchange this world for heaven. We want to look at three things. God's higher ways. God plans for eternity. So... First of all, as people, men and women, that's you and me, God must have an eternal purpose for you and I. In Genesis chapter 2 and verse 7, the Bible says, And the Lord formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. We see that God is made up of body, the dust of the ground, Spirit, the breath of life with, was breathed into him, and a soul. He became a living soul. God is an eternal creature made in the image of an eternal God. You hear people say, YOLO! Have you ever heard that? Y-O-L-O? It's not someone to say, hey, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, YOLO! Or to someone who's really short, YOLO! No, YOLO is... is uh, I guess an acronym, you only live once, Y-O-L-O. You know, that's true. We only live once. But let me tell you something else that's true. We don't just live for here on earth. Christians know we have an eternal purpose. We live for eternity. We exist. We're eternal, eternity-bound men and women. Eternity's not a long time. Like, oh, this math class is an eternity. <laughs> no, eternity is forever. When we live for just the right now, we can miss the big picture. Have you ever done that? You miss the big, the big perspective, the big picture? CNN reported in 2018, according to a report from the Federal Reserve Board, 4 in 10 Americans could not cover an unexpected $400 expense. Without selling something or borrowing something. Now that's critical. In 2020, there's a lot of people that needed more than $400. So you're telling me 4 in 10 Americans are experiencing a crisis right now. Is not the urgent often the enemy of the important? You know, seldom does a good habit pay off immediately. You know why good habits are so hard? To establish because that right now perspective it it, it kind of gets our attention think about it you work out for a day i mean work out hard you check yourself in the mirror the next day no difference doesn't seem like it was worth it right all you did is sweat and your back hurts and your knees hurt and your muscles are sore but you still look the same way you did except more tired, right? But if you eat a box of donuts in one day, woo, I don't know if I've ever eaten a box of donuts, but uh, I've probably tried, especially Krispy Kremes when they're hot. What happens? Instant gratification. It feels good. You might even sing or do that Snoopy dance with your noses in the air. I love donuts. Now, you work out for a day, no difference, right? You eat a box of donuts, you're really happy. But do these two habits for a year. Well, one of the two, right? And you're going to see if one guy does one habit, the working out every day, in a year, there's going to be a difference. Now, the guy that eats the box of donuts every day, in a year, there's going to be a difference, Well, which one would you rather be? Well, I want to be the person that works out every day. Why? Because, you see, bad habits often pay off right now. But they cost you way more later, right? Doctor visits and and such. Good habits don't even seem to be valuable now. You know, I save for one paycheck. Well, big deal. Save for 20 years, right? It's going to be a big difference. But good habits pay off in a huge way down the road. Isn't it true that with eternal things, they might not seem like they're paying off now, but they pay off in a big way down the road. We are eternity bound men and women and we have an eternal purpose to serve God. You know, we all have desires, right? But if you're honest with yourself, have you ever sinned, did something that God uh, doesn't allow, a transgression of what God wants Someone said, uh, C.S. Lewis said, If I find in myself desires which nothing in this world can satisfy, the only logical explanation is that I was made for another world. The Bible says it this way. What fruit had you then in those things whereof you are now ashamed? Those things that you did under the cover of darkness that you don't really want to talk about the next day, what, what good came of them? Yeah, they were fun. I like what the song says. It says, The world will try to satisfy that longing in your soul. You may search the wide world over, but you'll be just as before. You'll never find true satisfaction until you found the Lord. For only Jesus can satisfy your soul. St. Augustine said it this way, Not the town that I live nearby, but the figure in history. He said, You have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our heart is restless until it rests in you. Philip, when he met that eunuch in the chariot in the desert, the eunuch was reading Isaiah. We, we understand. It was a scroll that the eunuch was reading. We would find it in Isaiah chapter 53. And he was reading about the Messiah, the prophecy of the Messiah. And Philip asked him if he was reading. And he said, how can I, unless some man teach me? So he uh, was, he, Philip looked at the scripture that the eunuch was reading and it said, at the same scripture, he opened his mouth and preached unto him, Jesus. He opened out how this Messiah would come and die and take away our sins. The Bible says, if you look in Isaiah chapter 53, verse 4, Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted, for he was wounded for our transgression, transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed all we like sheep have gone astray we have turned every one to his own way and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all Philip preached to that eunuch and told him about something that would satisfy his soul and must have mentioned something about water baptism, because they came by a bottle, body of water. And the eunuch said, here's water, what doth hinder me to be baptized? He said, I want to go in for Jesus. And Philip answered, if thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. Now notice, the eunuch said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That's how you get saved. That's how you find satisfaction. That's how you meet, meet, meet your purpose in life, which is to know Christ as your Savior, to, to be reconciled to God through the blood that Jesus shed on the cross. Well, they went down, uh, the Philip baptized this new Christian, the eunuch, and when they came up, the Bible said Philip was caught away, and the, the eunuch went on his way, Rejoicing, And that brings us to our next thing. You have eternal purpose. It's met in Christ. Our second thing is the eternal priorities. God's higher ways. God plans for eternity. And when we find our eternal purpose, we have eternal priorities. Joseph M. Stowell, or Stowell, pastor of Moody Church in Chicago, wrote, When we begin to believe the reality of the other side, we start behaving differently on this side. Isn't that true? Jesus said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. There is more than the now. Moses saw that back in Egypt, and it writes uh, the writer in Hebrews chapter 11 Verses 24 to 26. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. Moses changed his priority. You know, when you get saved, reading your Bible becomes a priority. Praying becomes a priority. Nobody can make you do it. The pastor can mention it. Others can tell you you need to do it. But we get eternal priorities. Say, man, God, I've got to be right. God, I've got to find out about your word. And you know what? Going to church doesn't come something you feel just... Look, i got to go because the preacher, he, he mentions it to me. Or because in the Bible it says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some some is. But rather exhort one another. Man, I'm not going to church because I have to. I'm going to church to get filled up. I'm going to church to bring someone to church. And I'm not just going to bring them to church. When the altar call comes, I'm going to ask them if they want to accept jesus christ i have an eternal priority man if there's church if there's a revival i'm gonna go let me tell you i'm looking forward to heaven we're not having church on sunday Uh, the bible said the lamb is the light of that city i believe we're gonna have a throwdown Uh, There's something that someone that went to a club never knew or understood. There is going to be joy that you check in the book of Revelation. There are going to be flying crowns in the throne room. I want to be there. And they're not going to be a bunch of dry hide, kind of dead, mumbly people up there. They're going to be shouting and glorifying God. And we're going to be having a good time in Jesus. You know what? I don't have to wait till I get to heaven. I can have a good time in Jesus now when I've got the right priorities in Jesus. Am I not supposed to lift my voice? Because this is Bible study. If you're offended, you are welcome to turn this thing off. But if you want to shout with me, if you know if you've got your priorities right, Christian, if you don't get your priorities right, you can start to shout now. With God's higher ways, His ways are Planning for eternity. Get your priorities right. You know that blind Bartimaeus shouted for Jesus and they tried to shut him up, but he kept shouting, Son of David, have mercy on me. Do you know that Jesus never passed that way again? Let me say that again. Jesus never passed by blind Bartimaeus again. He did not know it, but it was his last chance. But he got his priorities right. He wanted a purpose in God and he had his prayer met, and the miracle came his way. He got to Jesus. The Bible said that now is the time, and today is the day of salvation. It's the time to get our priorities lined up with God's eternal priorities. Last thing God's higher ways. God plans for eternity, man plans for time. Eternal possessions. Eternal possessions. You know, it's not wrong. Isn't buying the home a home the American dream? Homes are a blessing. They really can be. And they're a good asset. You can pass them on to your kids when you leave or leave it to your wife or your husband, whoever goes first, or, or sell it to make a profit. It's, it's a good investment. But eternal possessions. You see, because the Bible said we brought nothing into this world, then it is certain we can carry nothing out. But let me tell you about some eternal possessions. Say, preacher, you just said we can't carry anything out, so a house isn't an eternal possession. Aha! But it is. Did not Jesus say in John 14, verse 1, Let not your heart be troubled, ye believe in God. Believe also in me. You see, if God has in your heart a desire for a house, do you think that's entirely wrong? But let me tell you, God's got something better than a house just down here or a mansion just down here. In my Father's house are many mansions, Jesus said. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am... There ye may be also. And whither I go, you know, and the way, you know. Isn't it interesting? People want to have a house. God said, hey, I've got a house for you. And God said, I've got more things for you. Now abide faith. I've got that. You can take that with you when you go. Hope, you can take that with you when you go. Charity or love, these three, they abide. They don't die. You can take them with you. The joy unspeakable and full of glory, the joy of the Lord is our strength. You can take that with you when you go. The peace of God, he said, my peace I give unto you. Now if God gives it unto you, it's an an eternal thing by definition if it belongs to Christ. That eternal peace, uh, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. You can take that too. It's an eternal possession Billy Graham, and I'd like to kind of close with this. He quotes and he said, Someday you will read or hear that Billy Graham is dead. Don't you believe a word of it. I shall be more alive than I am now. I will have just changed my address. I will have gone into the presence of God. Billy Graham, every Christian, I don't know if there's going to be keys given, but it's going to be your mansion. It's going to be your place that God has provided for you. It's an eternal possession. But he wrote in a book, and I'd like to leave you with this. There's a book called Nearing Home. Billy Graham said, what are you preparing for? What are you preparing for? Man's ways are to plan for time. But God's ways are to plan for eternity, eternal purpose, eternal priorities, eternal possessions. Let's live God's higher ways and plan for eternity. God bless you.